And we're off. And we're off. I mean, this is going to be fun because I know you're unbelievably sick this week. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, poor Gary Gordon here isn't feeling himself today. He's not. Might be a bit of a. He's drinking some. He's drinking some cinnamon tea with honey. I've drank a lot of water today. (laughs) I've been on a. I've been drinking God's medicine all day. (laughs) What is that? Yeah, uh, orange lucasade. Obviously, (laughs) it heals everyone. Um. <laughs> but I feel like actual hot garbage. It is the worst. Whatever I have, wh- whatever has happened to me in the last seventy-two hours, I don't know. I just don't get it because yeah. I was having a great time. My weekend, dope. I had the fucking best time. I can't even remember exactly what I did, but I had a great weekend. That's usually the greatest weekends you have. As well, I it's think just, I woke up. It's just been so much fun, but you don't specifically remember what you did. I woke up two days of the weekend hungover. Nice. Um, and Wednesday morning thought I was waking up for the third time hungover. And um, no, my body decided <laughs> that everything that was inside of me needed to escape my body. Again, both ends. This is what happens when I'm unwell. It, it's not like it's just like a... It's not like, oh, he's like, got a headache, which I do have, but, like, obviously, because my body's just like, ah, you fucking fat piece of shit, I don't know what you did, but I hate you. <laughs> so, like, my body's just, like, everything out right now. Yeah. Abort, abort. They're all hitting, yeah. like, the red button inside me. and um, <laughs> The red button inside me? Can you call that your, if you ever have an autobiography, can you please call it the red button inside of me? <laughs> the red button inside of me. Uh, no, my, uh, the name of my... Um, the name of my autobiography or memoirs is going to be uh, Sore Feet and Half Finished Shits. Um, <laughs> I've thought about it for a very long time. <laughs> it's just going to be. Say that again, sorry. Say it again. It, it's going to be called Sore Feet and Half Finished Shits. <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's that basically like memoirs about my job. Memoirs uh, about my uh, jobbies. Yeah, about my jobbies. No, when I'm like. I'm like retired and I'm just gonna like keep a note of like all my shitty customers and I'm just gonna go to town on them and I'll be like, yeah, so fucking this guy doesn't know how to keep his neck strong. Every time I comb <laughs> his hair, it's just like I'm, I'm holding fucking guy with a floppy neck. Like, What's that all about, man? Just see your neck, use it, use it. <sighs> so we're off to a good start. I'm unwell, I'm grumpy also because I'm unwell. I'm yeah. really pathetic when I'm unwell. I, yeah. I get super needy. Like, every time I've sent a text message today, I've been like, <laughs> that's annoying then. Like, <laughs> all, all day. And it's not. And do you know, the, the reason I'm like this is because I've had nothing to do for the last two days. So my brain's just been stuck in that. Kind of like, yeah. oh, I need stuff to do. Usually I'm at work filling the time. But now I'm like, nope. Nope. Going to overthink it all. Do you know yeah. what I did do, actually? That was pretty... I spoke to Duncan about this already. Um, he yeah. uh, suggested that I watch a program called Invincible. It's on Amazon. Right. It's like a superhero thing, but it's a cartoon. Oh, cool. 
Um, it's got a great cast. It's got um, J.K. Simmons is in it. Oh, um, fucking... Um, what's his name? And fucking Spider-Man. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Um, who else Shout is in it? Hold on, sorry. I know I just said I had a great cast, and then I just blanked on everyone that was in it. <laughs> um, I'm Googling it just now. Animated so superhero. Steven, yeah, Stephen Young, Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, Zazie Beats. Yeah, it's got a, Zachary Quinto. The, like, I Zachary Quinto was the reason that I was like, am I? Way back, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> I can, like, no, I, I'm, I'm fully on board. Watching Did you ever heroes. Watch, um, American Horror Story. No, it was oh. Heroes for me. I never watched Heroes. Heroes was amazing, watched. man. So good. He's having his fucking banging eyebrows. <laughs> I was all about it, you know? But it's Best got eyebrows uh, in the game. Sorry, the show. To go <laughs> to go back to it, mm-hmm. it's got Walton Goggins in it. Um, who the fuck is who Walton I've Goggins? I've only ever seen him in like a couple of things, but he smashes it all the time. Oh. He's in he's in Hateful Eight. Ant- he's Ant- in um Yeah. Ant Man of the Wasp. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh I wanna say he's oh, he's in some like Django Unchained. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one that I, I the first thing I saw him in. But like he plays this great character in this. And it's really fucking good. Um but like Seth Rogan's in it for like a minute. Like Amazing. there's loads of cool names in it. Yeah. John Ham's in it. Just looking at it, you've got possibly one of my favourite actors working just now. Jason, I'm going to fuck his na- his last name up because it's so hard to see. Oh, Manzukas. Manzukas. Yeah, he smashed it. He has like a direct link to my funny bone. Like the guy's in, yeah. he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he plays like a deranged detective. And every he pretty much time... plays the same character in everything he's in though. Oh. Every time he's on the screen on that TV show, I am in fucking pieces with how funny he is. I think that guy um, is hilarious. He's real funny. Uh, the girl, what's her face? Uh, that's in communities in it. Literally just had the thing in front of me. Don't know why. Jillian Jacobs. It. Yep, that's the one. Uh, yeah. She's in it. She's great. Also, she's fucking um, hilarious. It's really good, but I don't. So this is the thing. I'm not a big cartoon guy. Yeah. Um. And, like, me and Duncan spoke about it, and he was like, you know, cartoons, they could just get away with so much more because there's no, like, reality in it, you know? Yeah. Which is where I think cartoons lose me because as much as I love fantasy stuff and I love, like, I I love all that, like, superhero stuff, like the Marvel stuff, like, we've been talking about, like, at least when I'm watching that, there's an aspect of reality to it, you know? And I'm kind of like, here, maybe, you know? Like, not the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not the like fact that people are flying and shit I apart from everything the show's based on it could happen <laughs> <laughs> so I think cartoons like lose me a little bit but I watched like seven hours of it today yeah. and uh, it was really good recommend finales tomorrow that's fucking sick like I mean uh, hopefully this will start going down the route where you might actually start watching some like anime and stuff so we have something else to talk about no because you know that I like that kind of stuff um, like I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z and it turned into so many other things. But I know you have a bit of a kind of rough history with anime, so I don't know if it'll ever come. But I hope that one day, one day, maybe it'll lead to that. But um, 
No, that thing looks fucking sick. Like, there's so many good people in it. I'm just scrolling down the cast bit, and the two that have stood out the most is fucking Mark Hamill. Eh? Sorry, eh? please. Please hold on. Please. Why? Oh, I've died in a big way. I've literally heard nothing you've said for the last... <laughs> There okay. we go. Jesus. I'll, go, oh, I'll go back to what I was saying. So scrolling down the cast list for this cartoon and the people that were standing out was Mark Hamill. Eh? And yep, didn't gonna, say that. Sorry. I'm also going to fuck up this other guy's name because I am terrible at names. But Mahershala Ali. He is in fucking... <sighs> seeing that film. We spoke about it last week. Into the Spider Verse. He yeah. is, and he is also going to be Blade. He is going to be Blade. That dude. He's going to be so good at Blade. Sick. Oh, he looks yeah. the part. He looks more he like does Blade look than part. Wesley Snipes. Do you know what I mean? Probably pays That's his a... taxes as well. <laughs> <laughs> Could never be sure. Could never be sure. Could never be sure. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah, anyway, what I was saying was probably never going to get into anime. Yeah. Um, I just, this is the other thing, obviously, that Duncan said. He was like, oh, I, I love animation because they get away with everything. And I said, no, I can suspend my disbelief for a little while when I'm watching like the wrestling or like films or all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I feel like cartoons for me is just a little bit too much because anything can happen, you know? Yeah. Because like, it's a pen on paper. And I'm just like, ah, I'm not I'm not bothered about that at all. Um. <laughs> But so, you don't watch like no. you don't watch like Pixar films and shit. Not really, no. Um, oh man, you need to change your change your scope on those. Some of those some Pixar films are like some of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. It's not that I'm against it. Um, it's just that I don't have. I, I I there's there's nothing in me that wants to seek out those kind of films to watch. Right. There's, no, there's nothing in me that again wants to seek out any kind of film to watch in case I hate <laughs> it or love it. So to watch a film that's outside of what I would find interesting already, yeah, is, um, yeah, that would be a strange move for me, you know. But yeah. uh, you know, I've seen like Monsters Inc. and that. That's class. But, yeah, yeah, Monsters Inc. is a good one. I mean, there's some films like some Pixar films that just. I mean, I think it's just what it probably comes back to is I didn't really see a lot of cliffhanger cliffhangers i'm fucking there's an ad on imdb right now when i was looking up somebody and it said cliffhanger and then that's just <laughs> the words that are coming out of my mouth now i didn't watch any like or a lot of like pixar films until i had a kid and obviously when you have a kid you're like oh it's like a fucking dumb little cartoon film to put on and then 20 minutes later you're and i heap on the floor in tears because of how fucking beautiful the film is that you're watching yeah, like, I really want to watch that film, Soul. I've heard <laughs> a lot of good things about Soul. Luna loves um, it. I've not actually watched it, but Luna loved it. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Like, this is the thing. I'm not against watching these films. Um, I just don't really, like, go down that route of, like, animation in any sort mm -hmm. of way. I think I watched Archer. That was, like, something that I was, like, stoked on. Um, uh, I started I'm, watching a little bit of uh, F is for Family, the Bill right, okay. thing. Yeah. And it was fine, but again, it was cartoons. I was just like, if this was real people, yeah. I'd probably be a lot more gripped. But right. cartoons just lose me. 
Did you ever watch like King of the Hill or like Beavis and Butthead or anything like that? Like with, I watched with Beavis ones? and Butthead. I watched yeah. like Ren and Stimpy and stuff. Um, yeah. Like, was it Cat Dog? <laughs> I watched like dumb shit like that when I was a yeah. kid. Cat Dog was fucking. But, but, oh, anything man, that was some, on. Some of those, some of those fucking TV shows that were on when we were a kid, were fucking freaky as shit. Yeah, like, like all was... the ones that were done by like Adult Swim, like those yeah. were like they were on Cartoon Network like after nine o'clock at night. Yeah, and like those were the funny ones. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> you even, know, but even some of like the fucking ones that were on like regular time, you had like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Did you ever see that? Courage was dope. I loved that Courage shit, a lot. That shit was freaky at times, man. Proper freaky DK at times. And then what, I the, loved Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie as well. That was oh, a strange one. I had three. I had three toes. Toads. Toads. Not toes. Like on to- my feet. Not toes. Toads. Toads. With a D at the end because I can't speak because I'm from Kind of like Glasgow. frogs. Kind of like frogs. <laughs> <laughs> I've just caught me off guard, man. Kind of like frogs. Um, and they were called Ed, Ed and Eddie. I loved that fucking TV show. <laughs> so I was like a li- I was like a little fucking swampy kid playing around at the swamps down the bottom of our street and found like what's it called like frog spawn and just like scooped it up and took it home. This <laughs> my is mine poor, now. My poor <laughs> my poor fucking parents. They found like an old fish tank that we had like in the loft or something. They brought it down and they had it on the breakfast bar in our kitchen. So we put the frog spawn next to it so i can't remember how it like works i can't remember if frog spawn needs to be in water or whatever and then eventually turned into fucking i'm not a marine biologist i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad probably thought that like having toads in the house would maybe make me go down a route that involved being smart but then i fucking started a podcast and look at me now anyway look at us now man look at what us was now. it what was it saying aye so it turns into a tadpole and then it turns it eventually turns into toads and uh, yeah. I, I got the, that much. I let the fuckers go, and it was like the most heartbreaking day of my life. I was like, "Oh, let we'll let them back into the wild." I think it was like my mom and dad convinced me that it was my idea to let them back into the wild, but they were just like, "We are not living in a house with three fucking toads." Listen, <laughs> oh fucking day. But I mean, yeah, like, that'd be annoying, man. I would have been making like frogs' legs, but with toads. <laughs> like... <laughs> I forgot you are the most French person alive most french person alive but i've never had anything like that i've never had like escargot or frog's legs i think you mean escobar pablo escobar yeah i've never tasted pablo escobar (laughs) (laughs) you've never never done like you've never done like snails or anything like no i know i probably won't because i've been like cutting down on like meat consumption um yeah i doubt that would be a thing now do you have it do you have a, a a reason for like cutting down on the the meat consumption? I know it's I know it's something that you've been doing because we've been talking about it, but I've never actually asked you. Like, is there a, is there a reason behind why you've done it? Um, what it comes down to is Shanna is vegan, right? And okay. I barely ever finish my dinner, and mm-hmm. she is a bin, so she <laughs> finished my dinner. So class. right, right, okay. So if I was eat, if I if I was eating like if I was eating meat, she wouldn't be able to finish it. I just thought, oh, that's waste. And also, yeah. since I've stopped eating as much meat, like my stomach has felt way better. So yeah, you know me, as yeah. a man with chronic shits for most of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like the fact that I've like changed my diet in a way that's actually made me feel 
a bit better and like able to use the bathroom like a normal person like yeah not every shit is an emergency now so <laughs> it's all good no fart as a panic like i'm actually all right as the one text always sticks out in my head i remember we were talking back and forth and i can't remember what we were talking about and it ended up going on to shit and your words were literally <laughs> man i can't remember the last time i had a solid shit <laughs> yeah words, like there was I'm definitely a period me. in my life there was a period in my life where that was a thing um, and I know it's gross, but whatever, get over it. We all do it. Fucking grow up, your baby. Like, um, like we all yeah. do it. Um, but I just did it differently from everyone. Yeah, else. you. Yeah, you just <laughs> did it for like twenty five years. It's twenty five years. It's like non-stop belly ache. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've changed my diet, and like I was like, I'm doing things a bit better, and you know, like. I was watching, um, I watched an interview from, like, the 60s with uh, Leonard Cohen, and he talks about, like, being vegetarian and stuff, and um, he talks about how he he feels, like, he feels more of a connection with animals now, which is obviously a big part of the reason why a lot of people, like, cut out meat and whatnot, but he says that every time he bends down to, like, pet a dog he feels better about it now because he knows that like he's there for the animals kind of thing which is cute yeah Um, i can see where he's coming from and i like it but you know for me it's like it's not exactly for the animals as much as that is a nice thing that is like a byproduct of all this um it's more of a health thing um it's more of a health thing convenience thing and you know what animals are sick so when i look at animals i'm like yeah, fuck yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That's so cool. When I look at animals, I think, yeah, fuck yeah, that's cool. <laughs> put it on my gravestone. Put it is. on. <laughs> I mean, we we have been making a bit more effort of eating less meat. Because I, I, I can agree with what you're saying. Like, ever since we've stopped eating as much meat, or at least as much, like, proper fatty meats and stuff like the both of us just feel so much better like i can't remember the last time i felt like really sluggish without being like hung over you know but you there'd be days where you'd be waking up in the morning you're like i feel fucking terrible but you couldn't really quite put your finger on it because everything just seemed so fucking everything you were doing was just normal and in habit but then when you make those kind of changes like i don't miss anything you know, uh-huh. like, there's nothing that I've, like, stopped eating that I'm like, oh, I crave that. Every now and then I crave chicken wings, but I still love chicken wings. Like, they were always, yeah. like, you know, it's fast food, like, it's just it's fine. But, like, I had, like, the vegan um, the vegan chicken royale thing from Burger King the other night. Mm-hmm. And it's fire. Like, it's the exact same as what I remember a chicken royale to be. I've not yep. tried the Whopper. Um, although I'm excited. I will. Um, I've not tried the KFC vegan burger. I do. And, like, even, like, the, the vegan KFC thing, I've not tried that, but you know mm-hmm. me, I love KFC. Like, that was, like, yeah. as soon as I started feeling just the, the tiniest bit sad, I was, like, well, that's a reason enough for me. <laughs> and I would just spend a 20 on, like, KFC, no questions asked, not yeah. even bothered. <clears throat> but, like, there's nothing that I've missed. In fact, I've probably tried more things in the last wee while, and, like, my palate's probably changed a little bit. So I'm enjoying more things. Like, Shanna made me Brussels sprouts. I hate Brussels sprouts, but she made them real nice. And I was like, wow. Oh, these really? are These are cool. 
Yeah, she like roasted them. I've never had roasted like no, they're always, family. They're always boiled within an inch of their fucking life. Yeah, like every piece of food that my family have made for me over the last <laughs> almost thirty years of being alive. Because that's the that's the time period that they came from. Yep. Everything's yep. boiled. You Everything know? was boiled or but like, steamed. Shanna was like, I'm gonna roast these with like some nice fucking I don't know, like soy sauce or something on them and I'm like All right. Hold on. What? And I try them and I'm like God, I really don't want my mum to find out that I like Brussels sprouts. Because then it'll be Brussels sprouts with every meal. <laughs> and like mushrooms as well. Like, I hate mushrooms. Like, mushrooms, really? like, I'm not putting I a slug in my mouth. Fuck with Get mushrooms fuck, so much. <laughs> it's, just, it's, the, it's the texture. I love the yeah. I love the taste. I hate the texture. I'm like, I don't want to eat balloons. Get lost. <laughs> like, I'm not having it. So, I don't know what it is lately. I've just been like... Yeah, cool, whatever. Just, like, throw it in. You're just becoming more specific. Like, with, with everything well, in life, not, to be honest. With everything in life, yes. Um, with food, not so much, because I've... You know me, I'm not fussy. You don't fucking look like me with being fussy, you know? Like, <laughs> you don't gain <laughs> well, this gut. You do. You do, because you could mother. literally well, you just, you just eat fucking, like, eat wraps and goujons. Yeah. That sounds good, to be fair. Wraps and goujons. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good tasty boy. Yeah, but with uh, I've I've been trying to just you know stop as much. It's made me actually enjoy cooking more because I'm having to try different things to like to make things taste like the way I want them to taste. If you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So that's good. That's cool. Like that's, that's good. <coughs> oh god, oh god. I mean, we. We're doing the same, to be honest. We're we're trying to kind of expand our palette a wee bit. We were we were in like I mean it just being kind of like a lockdown pandemic thing, but we were kind of stuck in like a rut of just the same dinners like every night. Yeah, it's like it was like chili, or it was I mean like all these things I'm about to say are still fire. We still eat them, but it's like we would either have like chili, bolognese, burgers meatballs and pasta or something some kind of like chicken and rice meal but it was always the same so we'd make yeah. those the same thing that we always make and um i don't know what it was it was just like one day a couple of weeks ago we were just like fuck i can't face eating another fucking meatball with the same pasta <laughs> the same goddamn sauce so it was like, let's just go and find other things that we can make. And we were just like, we'll just take the things that we like, but we'll just cook them differently or we'll add a different thing to it. And I was just like, what about, you know, seasoning and ingredients? Because like, I don't fucking know anything <laughs> about cooking. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, let me it's just as go. It's as easy as that, you know? Like, just so simple. Oh. To take something that is just so basic, almost flavourless, and literally just throwing in like a bit of paprika, a shit ton of red onion. Just chop up a red onion and put it in anything, and it's just immediately going to make it fucking good. Do you know what I mean? And it was just like yeah, we were like just the... so unaware, just like oh, just put the jar in the pot, let it cook, and then that's you. But yeah, there's like a there's a proper a proper art behind it, I think. And listening to you talk about like the way you're cooking and stuff, I was just like, man, maybe we should try it and just see what it's like. We're like, how did we get to fucking... I mean, Emma's 30 this year, and we're just like, oh, have you heard of garlic? 
that shit rocks. <laughs> it's like, like the base of everything that you make can be onions and garlic, right? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, as soon as you start frying them off, so- softening them up a little bit, someone will walk into the kitchen and they'll go, oh, that smells amazing. Like, they have no <laughs> idea what I'm making. Like, the yeah. end product, they will not come back and tell me it smells good. Yeah. But, like, the thing that I've done at the beginning, they were, oh, it smells nice. I'm like, yes, it's onions and garlic, two <laughs> flavors. You know, like, everything, like, it's not hard. It is not hard to make things tasty. Like, yeah. But salt and pepper on everything. Cool, done. That's It doesn't have to be hard, you know? Like, yeah. people always, like, you, know, you see all these, like, memes about white people, like, saying mayonnaise is spicy and all that the kind whites. of stuff. But, like, that comes from a real place. <laughs> that comes from a place where we were, like, let's colonize. Let's take over. Let's mm-hmm. own all this shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, what you put on your food? Oh, uh, no. What? <laughs> like, that's the only thing we didn't take was, like, how to actually cook with ingredients yeah for whatever reason we're just like see that ham boil it you know <laughs> oh makes make me it, sick these goddamn it. honkies <laughs> make that shit taste like nothing take the most beautiful dish you could ever find and make it taste like fucking nothing it's like porridge mm. you know what i mean i can't eat porridge because i'm just like i know you can add stuff to it and you can make it nice but see like just like the base of porridge i'm just like ah oh, it's so fucking boring i don't want it it is it, it's fully it. a very boring meal but it's good for you and it's slow release energy with last all the way through uh, to lunchtime just drink Man, water <laughs> but also just have porridge also It'll i don't taste... want porridge i don't want i mean i can't be telling other people to drink water because until like two or three weeks ago when you were like bro drink a glass of water I didn't drink it. <laughs> yeah, you may feel better. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, there's water in a can of Monster. It's fine. I'll just drink that. I don't oh, want fucking God. water. But just like, even that, just what we're saying about like, eating a little bit better. See, just like, the act of drinking water during the day. Holy shit, you feel better. It's like, I am yeah, like... Yeah, it just keeps you run- it, Like, it just keeps you going. I don't understand the science behind it. Obviously, it's because well, we are just are mainly water. water. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, that's the big part of it. We're just replenishing ourselves. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. oh, well, I don't want fucking adults telling me what to do. Like, that yeah. was like, that was my that. that was my full fucking attitude when I was a kid. Oh, just stop being so punk rock about it. That's what it is. some H2O, you know? <laughs> it's fine. Stop being so fucking punk rock and just listen to somebody that is el- your elder. I mean, you are my elder. So technically, I was doing what I've oh. been told all this time. By about 10 minutes. <laughs> what is there between us? Like five months? Not even, man. That? Not even. There's like three. Three? Yes, yeah, three months. Can't count. Don't start. <laughs> Don't <laughs> yeah, start three now. Three months. Yeah. Is that Dua Lipa song? You are Dua Lipa. Don't start now. Don't show up. Don't <laughs> show up. That's the one. It, man, I learned how to play that on guitar like months ago. Oh, did you? It came, it came on something. I was like, that's sick. It's and such a good like, song. It's nothing. It's like three chords. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a pop song, so it is a pop song. That's usually I don't even think. Goes. I don't even think you play it during the verse. <laughs> Simply chorus. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy. That's you could play man. it. It's class. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, how many chords? Three. Uh, uh, that's a stretch. Uh, 
That is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I'm supposed <laughs> to be probably more. I'm, Sam's I'm probably to be. listened to this part of the podcast, being like, "You fucking music, <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe he's you're get, so literally." He's getting music. so <laughs> raging. Wow, don't don't fucking silly the name of Dua Lipa when she knows five chords actually. It's a it's an she A minor G, song, you know. She <laughs> we don't know. I don't know Dua personally. She may have. She fucking may have. She may know her shit. She she may have. I mean, she, she has. She honestly has some of the biggest bangers out. Like that fucking last album she did. I don't even know what it was called. I don't think Future I've ever nostalgia? listened. To, obviously, you know it. Obviously, you fucking know it. I don't think I've ever listened sick. to the album, but like all the singles that came out of it, like each one of them fucking slaps. Yeah, physical. so good. All night. Whatever it goes like. Come on. It's, Come on. <laughs> it's so good. Catchy as shit, man. Catchy as yeah. shit. Pop music's oh. in a real weird moment, though. Where yeah. it's like... So, like, I say... Like, I don't know. Whenever Justin Bieber's album came out with, like, Sorry and all that kind of stuff on it. Yeah, but that, four, four or five years ago? That was a great period of pop music. Right. There was a lot of good music that because they they came out out round about that time. Don't ask me to tell you any of it because I don't know anything. <laughs> but I Just remember the ra- like the radio be, was good. You know what? I remember it being a time where I was like, oh, if Radio One was on, I wouldn't mind the five songs that they constantly played. Yeah, because they were actually all super catchy. Yeah. Whereas like over the la- like from that time until now, like it's been so up and down with like folky pop music became really popular for a yeah. while yeah. fuck you Ed Sheeran Avicii. that's a straight up call out well, <laughs> yeah well did Avicii die? Could Avicii's dead Avi- well, well you can yeah. make I mean I'm not making fun of him I'm just calling him out for his music I mean he, he did have some good okay. songs but he had the shitty folky ones as well uh, but yeah R.I.P. Yeah, so Avicii like, so that was a thing and then now it's kind of like well, I guess it started like last year when The Weeknd brought out his last album Oh, and it was yeah. like just straight up disco like yeah it was so good like yeah so it's in that weird stage again where it's like people know what they want but like we already recorded this album so you're gonna have to deal with that first <laughs> so in six months radio one is gonna be popping like yeah. it's gonna be great yeah, yeah. i mean That's every my, time uh, every time you put on or i feel like every time i put on radio one anyway it's just like it's like a lot of trap music and stuff and like Obviously, like yeah. grime, grime had a proper resurgence as well, but it's just I just can't get into I it. It's just just not my kind don't of thing. like grime at nah, all. Nah. There was this one song that kept coming on in the car, and I was just like, I need to turn this off before I get straight up angry. Like I'm not even like a not <laughs> like not even just like oh this song again. Like I, it made no sense. I remember just like listening to the lyrics, and I was like, Do you remember what the lyrics were? What? No. No. Um, I remember something about um. <laughs> there was like one where she, the guy was like, "Oh, she's like five foot three with heels on," and I was like, "What is the song? This is the worst song of all time." I'm gonna see if I can find it just by, just with those words. No, nope, I'm getting like quota, women's guide to heels. Oh wait, I think I found it. <clears throat> was it "Money Talks" by a guy called Fred? Yes. Yes. There we go. I found it. <laughs> My girl, like five foot three when she's in heels. I mean, why are you writing that? Feds on the M way. 
I heard like read you the lyric before that doing a thing. <laughs> is that the lyric afterwards? Listen, right here's 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 the chorus. So the beginning of the chorus. Let's keep it real. If money talks, then why them man they're speaking still? I heard you and her doing a thing. Nah, babe, we're just speaking still chill. My girl, like five foot three when she's in heels. I mean, I've just seen feds on umwe. Let's keep it facts. What? And I don't get it. No. But that was on Radio 1 for about six weeks in a row. So that guy made so much money off of it. Yeah, that guy will be fucking minted now. So, like, good but, for him. Like, and, I, and, and I know rap music doesn't make sense. Like, American rap music, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But hip, it goes off a lot more than... Yeah, but it goes off. No, it goes off a lot more than just bouncing cadence, you know. Yeah, like because that's what gr- that's what grime is. Grime or drill or trap or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's all on the bounce. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually matter about what the lyrical content is, and, and it it blows my mind that people uh, still hear the melody, they hear the they hear the bounce, they hear the cadence, they bob their head, and then that's it. Like, yeah, that's all they actually need. Like, this song is an absolute amazing example of that because it's trash. It yeah. is honestly a garbage fire of a song. I just, I, I can't get on board with that. And a lot of what grime is, is like that still. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of them that do talk about, like, like real stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's not real stuff. That's a man saying words. But, like, <laughs> I've never really listened to, like, like Stormzy in any real way or, like, Dave or... Skepta or any of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I imagine in the early stuff, they didn't they didn't like straight up go into just talking about like I don't know like birds like wearing Timberland boots and she's like four foot two yeah she's got them on yeah like I, I didn't imagine it was ever like that I imagine it was always talking about you know the same stuff that rap spoke about was like the struggles you know yeah like because that's what it was all about, always about. Yeah. Like ages ago, I, I wrote something. Um, there was a, it was about hip hop, and you know, you know, my my relationship with hip hop hasn't been a very long one. Yeah. Um, really, I got into it way more because of Richie, who I work with. Yeah. And how he would always just complain that I was like playing Father John Misty in shop, <laughs> and he was like, kind of like <laughs> super annoyed about it. Um, and then like just all the stuff that all the <coughs> stuff that you sent me as well, yeah. you know, like yeah. So like, I wrote I a thing about it. it and, um, I'll, I'll read it out. Go it was just it. called 90s Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I wish I found it earlier in life. I dabbled but never delved too deep. The beats around, the hard knocks and good times. In my late 20s, I relate more with their music than I ever did with punk. Middle class white boys rebelling against mum and dad. And that was it. Because, for let's face it, for the last 10 years-ish, mm-hmm. maybe more, of hardcore punk and hardcore, that's kind of been what it is yeah you know the kids that are into it right now aren't really they never really grew up with nothing they never really like had a bad time or anything Mm -hmm. like i mean they probably did you know who am i to say that they haven't i don't know these people's story and i know they're probably trying to tell me but when i look at these people early in life and being like you're the kind of person i wouldn't want to be associated with because you know you can you get those vibes off of people you know yeah but but with hip-hop I look at like the early stuff before they all started making money because obviously once they started making money they started talking about the clothes and the cars and the girls and all mm-hmm. that other stuff yeah and that's fine you yeah. know 
and for a big uh, for a long time i didn't listen to it because i couldn't relate to that but then when you start like listening to like like wu-tang clan you know like 36 chambers, 36 is, chambers yeah. it's just it's just a story yeah it's a masterpiece and it's a mm-hmm. story about these boys coming up mm-hmm. obviously like cream is a song all about money mm-hmm. but it's talking about making money it's yep. not talking about having money, having it you know yep. it's talking about like how they had to do everything to get that money yeah and like not that i relate to that because that's not what my life is about obviously i make yeah. money yeah and i i enjoy the way that i have made money in the past but like what they were talking about was a comfortable life yeah obviously they've gone beyond that now and they're rich and famous <coughs> and having a banging life yeah but when they all started like all these rappers like krs1 like 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 Wu-Tang and like Nas and mm-hmm. like even like Biggie and Tupac and stuff mm-hmm. as well like before they started talking about the other stuff mm-hmm. it was always about growing up with nothing mm-hmm. and not it's that I grew up with nothing but like we 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 grew up comfortable mm-hmm. you know and like I we I, no, I never wanted for anything was when I was a kid but I never had the flashiest of stuff yeah you know? yeah um now that I'm growing up and I buy myself the flashy stuff, that's fine, you know, like, because <laughs> that's, that's just who it. I am. Now, yeah, you've earned you it. You know, yeah. That's, that's been your own journey. But I think the thing that, <clears throat> thing that, the thing for me with hip hop and how I got into it was I, I buy into the storytelling behind hip hop. So like what you're saying there with like Wu-Tang yeah. telling, telling their story about their struggles and everything, because it's like um, Outkast's first album, like that, the actual storytelling and the themes and everything that is written into that album so like i buy into that part of hip-hop not that i don't listen to the other stuff that's like kind of about if they've got cash and all that shit and they're throwing it around strippers and shit i listen to that as well if it's got a good beat but i think the the thing that got me really into it was the storytelling because like you said before, Absolutely. the kind of punk stuff that we were listening to before was just like, rah, we're fucking angry, rah. And like when you're yeah. a kid and you have that angst and when you're a teenager and you have that angst, that finds a place in you that's like, fuck yeah, man, I like being that mad. I still listen, obviously still listen to a lot of like heavy stuff to still still have, have a hold of, hold that um, very close to my heart from when I was younger. But as I got older and I started to, to understand the storytelling in hip-hop and i think when i came up and the hip-hop that was played around me was like the gangster rap and and the i'm gonna kill a motherfucker and it's just like when i'm when i was coming up that was like so far removed removed from my life i was just like i was just a little white kid coming up in a little suburban town where nothing fucking happened so you couldn't exactly. find a way to relate to it, but and then finding albums like Aquamini, finding albums like fucking Mad Villainy, finding albums like what's the other one? <coughs> In my head, um, the fucking Jizz album, Liquid Swords. It's like finding these albums that are just rife with storytelling and even characters. Like when you listen to like fucking R.I.P. M.F. Doom. When you listen to any of his stuff, if whether he's MF Doom, whether he's um, Victor Vaughn, whether he's fucking Zev Love X, whether he's fucking Danger Doom, and any of these aliases that he was under, he's telling a story. He's telling a different story in the perspective of that character. 
exactly. and it fucking it, it, that kind of stuff blows my tits off absolutely i i had this same conversation with my dad actually because he has a he has a bit of a weird one with hip-hop and rap where he's a bit like oh it's just kind of you know the fucking shooting them up and all that and i'm like well that is a big part of hip-hop and that is a big part of the culture absolutely but you're missing out on the more thought-provoking side you're missing out on the proper yeah. art, the artists the real artists that have like fucking bled for their music yeah and and, and it's like when it's, i was on you go, go no on you go when i was at college um i like was introduced to a lot more rap because the boys that i was in college with that was all they did was rap and listen yeah. to rap music and they they got into they got into sound production because they wanted to make beats. They wanted to know how to record themselves. So they taught me a lot about stuff then. And, like, the stuff that I really, like, resonated back then was anything that was on, like, Rhyme Sayers, you know? Like, yes. That yep. was, like... Like, Atmosphere is, like, the one that I go back to all the time. I yep. absolutely love Atmosphere. Yep. Like, the way that he tells stories, or they, they tell stories, is... It's unlike anything I've ever heard, you know? Like, yep. they've got a song, The Waitress, and you listen to this song... He's talking about being a bum, and he's talking about like going into this cafe every day, and like he's just winding up this girl, and like the way he's talking, it's almost like it almost sounds like he's like being um, a creep. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like he's yeah. like there, like like when he he shouldn't be, and then like the 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 last lines, like in the cafe bathroom drinking free tap water, thinking, "Man, I should have been a better father to my daughter," and I'm like. Uh. Jesus Christ! Like every time, man. Like I, I've got goosebumps. I get goosebumps every single time I think yeah. about that song because yeah. it goes in such a different direction. And he's really good at like, like coming out of left field and like, like sucker punching you with like something you just weren't thinking about. Yeah. And even like from his early stuff, he was really good at just telling stories. Mm-hmm. He, like he's got a he's got a song called The Rooster. I think it's on an EP called The Rooster, mm-hmm. and it's like. I think the rooster is like this bar and he's talking about a, a couple of couples and how like one's really drunk and abusive but the other one's not and then they're like trying to like, like he's there with his girlfriend and like they end up all like not mixing up but like they end up like sitting together and oh man it's such a good story the way that he does it and like the yeah. music's always interesting enough that, that it keeps you, it keeps you there like yeah because that's obviously a massive thing about it and it yeah. was always like it sounded live band, even though it was probably sampled and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It sounded live, mm-hmm. which really got me. Like we started like a rap band when we were in college because of it. Like, Damn. yeah, we were called Concept, spelt with a K. Oh, <laughs> Pretty sure of there was an S where there shouldn't have been as well. Oh, Jesus, you Christ. know, I just really spelt it wrong. <clears throat> but I played, I played guitar in this band. Right, okay. <laughs> um, we had a couple of like original songs and. Um, we did two covers. First cover was "Killing in the Name of," nice. but they changed all the lyrics and called it "Mauling in the Name of," which was close yet so far, you know, yep. like. Okay. And then the other one was basically just the the music of "Drive" by Incubus, um, yeah. with Good like song. a really cool hip hop beat instead of what it was. Mm-hmm. And then in the chorus, I would sing like the chorus for "Drive." Nice. And that was it. It was really cool. We played one gig, and it was a college gig, obviously. That's no sick. one else was booking us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, that was... 
it it all came from that like rhyme sayers kind of thing. Where yeah, you're just like oh, it's all it sounds live. It sounds live. Yeah. And that's what he always wanted. And I, mean, I think as well that was what lost me as well with with rap music was a lot of it was sampled or electronic and for me at that time when i was growing up i was like no it's not got a guitar i'm not yeah. that. it's no real you it's know? no real it's no real instruments yeah. that they're playing yeah but then you, i mean you see i've looked at i've watched some videos and stuff where you see how some of these guys are flipping these beats like one that will always stand out another fucking r.i.p we need to throw out man i'm fucking fed up all these people dying with fucking jay dilla see the way yeah See the way that fucking guy would flip a beat and turn it on his goddamn head. He would have like four different songs from like the nineteen fucking sixties or the nineteen forties, and he would find like three seconds in this song, and that would be like the full basis of his beat. And then he would find a drum track <laughs> from the other song, and he would loop that over the bit that he's taken from here. So it's like, have you ever seen that video of? Christopher Nolan trying to explain the timeline for Memento. It's the most confusing <laughs> no. video I've ever seen. It's like that. It's like, here's a line of the timeline of how it works, and here's how I'm cutting it all out and making it all work. And then you watch something like watching the videos of how Jay Dilla took these like four or five songs and flipped them all into one beat, and you're like, how the fuck did you think to do that? Like, it'll, honestly, like, it'll take, like, a bar from one song and loop it and then, a, and then, like, a bar and a beat from another song and then loop that and somehow they go together. And you're just, you're just sitting yeah. back being, like, how the fuck like, did you think of that? I can't, I can't imagine, like, listening to music and thinking, oh, shit, that would sound good. Yeah. You know? Like, because I listen to music as a whole and go, wow, that sounds good. Yeah. Like, I don't think that would sound good. Yeah. Because sampling and stuff isn't anything that I've really got into. I always like the idea of, like, maybe trying it at some point. Like, either sampling or DJing in a way that I can use records and kind of cut and stick. and Yeah, like, I need to proper do. crate digging and but, stuff. <clears throat> yeah, but I think, like, I, I think it... I'm not, but I feel like it's too far gone for that now. Like, that's... That's something you pick up early and you roll with it, you know? Um, like, I could probably sample electronically, mm -hmm. but, like, to sit and, like, go through everything on, like, the old machines that they used to go on and use, and, like, even try and use the techniques that they used to use, Yeah, I just don't think I could. Like, I, as much as I've got a musical brain and a creative brain, I just don't think it's that way inclined. Yeah. I know, what's, I know what sounds good when I hear it, but I couldn't, I couldn't hear something and think that will sound good. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because you're having to, you're having to physically chop <coughs> music together. So you're finding. Yeah. It's like that video you sent me a couple of months ago of LP, um, LP from Run the Jewels, where he does that. Yeah. He goes crate digging. He oh, goes and buys like he goes and buys like the most fucking bullshit records and like a record shop for like fucking five dollars. And then he'll just, yeah. he, for the rest of the video, he just sits and he makes a beat out of these, like, three or four random LPs. And you're just like, okay, man. Like, you've just made a beat. That little series, that little series on YouTube is amazing. Man. I can't even remember what it's called. Nah, it's, it's not it's coming like to me It's Beat Renegade or something. Yeah. It's like Beat Renegade. Something, I'm, something. I might still have it on my like YouTube. I'll, I'll go and have a look. But yeah, that, that fucking blew my goddamn mind where you just, people are that way inclined that they'll just sit and listen to a song and be like right i'm gonna grab that 
then I'm going to go and listen to this other song and then to hear something like oh see if I grab that and put it over that that would sound because it's like the the music theory behind it as well your your knowledge needs to be fucking extensive because everything needs to be in the same key you need to try and find things that are in, the, that are in kind of similar time time or tempos unless you're going to switch the tempo like it, it's it's yeah. trying to find all that stuff to make it work and it's yeah. oh, like even on like from the jewels to like close your eyes where like zach de la roca is just saying like run the jewels fast like over and over again yeah i think that's what he says run and that's fast, the song run a jewel fast yeah like that's the song i couldn't imagine that being an idea that came into my head but he's obviously heard that somewhere yeah. i thought he's got a cool voice i like the way he delivers things here it is and then he just makes that the beat for the song like it has like a cool bass line on it, yeah. But you're just like, you thought to put those two things together. <laughs> I, I, it blows my mind. Like, and like even just watching LP on that thing, like he just sits there with like a can of Modelo and like a pack of Marlboro Red, and he's just like huffing and drinking, you know. Yeah. And he's just like, this is how he gets through it. Like he yeah. must have like the worst lungs ever. Like to, to like do a full <laughs> album, you know. <laughs> Why it's so long in between albums for this? It's called it's called Rhythm Roulette. Rhythm Roulette by so Mass Appeal. Nothing like what I said. No. <laughs> Beat Renegade. Beat Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's I mean that's one. That's that one was a white guy trying to sound urban. <laughs> that's what happened there. A white Scottish guy trying to sound urban, like L- LP is one guy that didn't really pop up into my radar until pretty recently like i never actually listened to run the jewels um and then they brought out um rtj4 in like april of last year april or may of last year and i was like oh you know what i'll give i'll give it a bash and um like amazing album absolutely blew my fucking tits off but it, it it gave me like this weird obsession with lp's flows and lp's um structures to his songs like the fucking rhyme structures that that guy puts together is insane like have you seen those videos where like people will, like take a verse and they'll like highlight where all the rhyme patterns are and in an entire verse no i would love to see one for some of lp stuff i'll try and find the one that they did somebody did one for you know l sweatshirts verse <laughs> on on oldie or goldie i can't remember what it's called oldie i uh, love that song so much so man. somebody broke it down by its rhyming pattern so what they do is they like the highlight the set the words that rhyme with each other but all in different colors so it'd be like if he's rhyming two different words and it's in the same structure but then he's rhyming other words in the same sentence but it also rhymes with a word down here so it's all kind of color coded on the rhyme pattern and like they kind of they go down line by line and then it pans out right at the end of the video and the whole thing is just highlighted in different colors because he's basically rhymed every fucking word in his entire verse with another word at some wow. point in the verse it's fucking outstanding that dude is like he in this modern day of hip-hop Earl Sweatshirt is one of the best when it comes to I watched he's, he's so clever as well so I smart. watched a, I watched a conversation between him and his mother 
Right. Uh, his mother's like a professor at some university. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on YouTube. I watched on Christmas Day and it's about modern day slavery. Nice. It's <laughs> like real nice cool. light subject for for Christmas Day. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they are like so good together and it's like it's as he's a bit older so he's got his dreadlocks and yeah. he's just like yeah. you know like skinny but cool he's like <laughs> he's like he's so cool yeah. um, but i could listen to him talk about things forever like because he, he has such a cool view on a lot of stuff uh-huh. and he, like, even when you listen to his music as well you're just like oh you get it yeah like you get it he's super woke yeah 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 and I think all of like the the odd future guys are like as much as like when Tyler was younger, like he was a bit of a like a loose cannon. Yeah. But like as he's growing up, like you know, like I mean, like he says in old day, like when I drew that donut, I was fifteen. You know, like yeah. like like for the first time, I was fifteen, and like there was my label, and I own that. Like yeah, that's him just being like, yeah, I was an idiot, I am an idiot still. But then you look at like his his later stuff, and you're like, yeah. oh, I get you though. Like I understand where you've come from. Yeah, he's he's another one. Like the, he's another one yeah. that's great for like the storytelling, like his last Absolutely. two albums, um, Flower Boy and Igor. Like the actual the stories that he is telling behind these beats. Like you're listening to them, just like oh, he's just rhyming about some fucking car that he likes, or being next to the ocean, or being in a forest. But then you actually break down the themes that are sitting in the background of these fucking these verses and you're just like oh my god this is this is he's literally just like opening up his soul about how much of like a vulnerable kid he still feels and how like like igor was the album for me um Uh i'd never really cared too much until igor because igor was so far removed from anything he'd really done before yeah you know yes like that was a wild story and it's a great story yeah um but i don't know like that made me want to go back the way check out some more of his stuff and i was like oh you're just an angry kid yeah like and guess what me too that's how i get that's how i understand what you're going through like i I don't understand what he's going through but i understand the feelings and emotions that he has because i'm just like oh jesus like they're they're inside me still yeah okay i'm way better with that now but like I get it, like, and I'm, I'm sure he's the same. I'm sure he is way better now than he's ever been, which is probably why he can talk about it so freely. Yeah. But like hearing all this stuff, like, is it the song Wolf where he talks about his dad quite like openly? Yeah. Um, like way back, and I, I sh- like, you you feel for him in a way that's like, you don't feel bad for him. You don't like you don't pity him or anything. You're mm-hmm. just like you feel bad about that entire situation but then you yeah. you take that step back and you look at what's going on you're like he's okay he, he's fine yeah but um the let's see igor is just the one because it was so so different it was dramatic it was a really dramatic album mm-hmm. uh, everything that he did surrounding it where it's like like the imagery and stuff the that fucking he used. andy warhol wigs and shit yeah like that was something that hadn't been done for a while yeah there'd be no like big character in hip-hop for a while yeah you know like mf doom's mf doom mf doom Doom lived in his own fucking universe do you know what i mean like he he, did he he did like even uh, when like they announced that he died like i remember texting you and i was like is he dead yeah we i know we should i didn't believe it at first (laughs) because because it it was so mf doom you know like the way that it was like it sounded like he was maybe putting that character to rest. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe that is what he's doing. And then you sit back and you read it a little bit more and you're like, 
ah, shit. No. Yeah. Like he is actually, the, and it was the most MF Doom death of all time to die like <laughs> like two, two months, months prior. <laughs> and then just announce it just as the year's oh, like, ending that fucking guy died on like Halloween and then had his had his team or his fucking wife or something fucking they came out on like what was it the last day of the year just immediately fucking ruining 2021 for me like I still remember being in such a funk for like two weeks just being like oh my god it was a, it was a rough end of the year um, for sure I drowned my sorrows in espresso martinis. It nice. was a great time. Of course you did. I mean, I've got fucking... <laughs> I've got... Not that you can... I, I mean, I can turn it around. You might be able to see it. I've got fucking Mad Villainy up on the wall. The fucking LP Amazing. cover sitting up there. Along with Fleetwood Mac, obviously. Because... Both sides of your personality. <laughs> so, so there's the first... There's the, uh, the first Timber Timber album. There's... Amazing. Mi- there's Minor Threats out of step. And then there's Fleetwood Mac rumors, and then there's fucking Mad Villainy <laughs> up on our wall. I love it. You're like edgy indie music. You're um, you're like <laughs> angry punk. Yeah. You got your white girl wasted anthems, yeah. and then you, <laughs> yeah. and then you got Doom. You yeah, know? you got Doom. Love it. You That's end it with you. Doom. Yeah. I mean, that is like all four sides of the split personality disorder that I have. <laughs> I'm okay with it if I'm being honest I'm fully okay with it I mean man we've we've literally we have literally just had a full episode talking about hip hop and we have not even scratched the surface like we need to I think we should make this like a kind of recurrent theme every so often where we'll just have like an episode basically dedicated to our love of hip hop because like okay. like we that. we I think that our we obviously we've been friends for fucking 10 years at this point we've known each other for so long but like, I genuinely think that our our relationship got like tighter when we both started really getting into hip hop. Obviously, I'd been into hip hop for a bit, but then when yeah. you started, when we started kind of talking about it, and we were sending like, see, see, just the the actual act of sending somebody an album or a song and being like, I think you would fucking dig this. That it's is a love of, language. It's one of the hundred percent. That is one of the purest lines of communication I have. Like, see, I, I think I've read it somewhere. It was like, see if we've not spoken in a while and you want to pick up the conversation again, send me a song or send me an album and let's pick up that conversation. Be like, here's a fucking song for you, Vibe 2. How are you doing? I love that. I fucking love that. I think that's such a good idea. And see, like, sharing a playlist with somebody that you've spent the time to curate. So I know we're quite... Man, I'm pretty we sure we... All the time. we- we have a playlist. We do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. It's all here somewhere. We should make a fucking uh, Dead End Friends playlist. <laughs> Just put it out on put it out on the gram. And then everybody who's that part of be... everybody who's part of the Dead End family, you can chip in if you get song suggestions. That'd be cool. That would be sick. I'd be into that. So we can start getting an idea of what our our listeners are into and they can okay, get to I'm gonna set that up right now. That's fucking so sick. I'm so into that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Absolutely love it. If it's not hip hop, though, don't put it in. I'm joking. If it's not hip hop, okay, right. So just take no, this no, no, metal no. straight no. back out again. I'm only, I'm only joking. No, You're... I think that's a, that's a cool idea. We should definitely just like a little bit of a playlist, just to like give people a little bit of flavor. You yeah, know? like this is us. Like, yeah. 
enjoy. I fuck with that. Nah, I like that. I fuck with that a lot. I fuck with that. Let's do it. Right, I've just I've just been like buzzing the last ten minutes. I just got my email saying I'm gonna get jagged up. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that sweet vaccine, baby. Fuck, I can't man. wait. When's that? Fourth uh, of May. God damn. Oh May shit, that's 4th. next week. May the fourth. That is next week. Holy fuck. That's like not even a week. Hell yeah. On fucking Star Wars oh. Day. On Star Wars Day. Do you think I want to come out with like Jedi powers? <laughs> Sam will be so mad. <laughs> he will be so angry. Like, <laughs> He'll be so you mad. make fun of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So when this episode gets released is the day that you're getting your fucking vaccine. You're going to be vexed yes. up, baby. That's fucking so class. Oh, we're halfway there. I'm already 5G enabled. Let's do this. <laughs> That signal's gonna be fucking off the charts, baby. Oh my god! I can't wait. <laughs> unreal, absolutely unreal. I mean, that's that's a that's a nice way to top off our love of hip hop. Let's love the hip hop, and it's also love our bodies by get getting vaccinated, man. I mean, it's a choice, but also get vaccinated. Do your part. Yeah, it's a choice, but if you don't. You're a dick. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say it right now. You're a dick. Get it done. But well, the government are gonna track you. What the fuck are you doing? That's so interesting. Like, shut also, up. Get also, it done. you're you're telling people that you're being tracked by the government, and you're telling people on your phone. And also, yeah. Do you have a national insurance number? You tracked already. Don't worry about it. Exactly. A fucking yeah. But, uh, but it's just, uh, what? Uh, oh, man. I'm not going to get into it because we're already at an hour and I could talk about it for fucking another hour. I'm not going to get into it at this podcast. We'll do it another time because I'll just, I'll get so fucking raging <laughs> and then it'll be like fucking 11 o'clock at night and we're still fucking talking. So I'm going to press Inside pause on myself. We're going to rec- we're going to record the next episode right now to get a long rant of just Craig talking about anti-vaxxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do like a bonus episode where it's just like 45 minutes of me going fucking mental. Oh, here. We never said our names. Oh, shit. Well, hello anyway, and, hello and welcome to end. episode no. episode 8. <laughs> we just got so on a roll. But that's fine. Anyway, we're, we're wrapping this up. Yep. I have been Gary Gordon, and as always, I have been Craig Jemison. Fantastic. Okay, until next week. Hopefully, I'm not unwell. Yeah, hopefully. and the vaccine doesn't kill me. <laughs> but... Don't say that, man. Don't say that for trying to get people to get vaxxed. Don't say that. You're now new... get it. Life's overrated anyway. Let's fucking party, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Go. All right, cool. Love you loads, man. Love you too, man. Cheerio.